Welcome to issue 35 of the Bad Cody Funky Podcast, everyone. Today we'll be talking about DC's Legends of Tomorrow and some DC shows in general. Before we start the podcast, we have a few items to get out of the way that's been happening. Absolutely, guys. So in case you haven't heard yet or seen the, on the website, the new DLC came out for Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some things they included recently have been new outfits for... Um, Luke and Hod, and they're fabulous. Well, I mean, <laughs> I had to. I had to. I'm sorry. All right, I had to. Just bite it. No, just, but just bite it. Just bite it. Just bite it. Just bite it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the outfits are basically, or the, or the costumes are going to be have on costumes, of course, are going to be for the Hoth level. So there's going to be a current to that 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 stage. Um, other wait, stuff's going to be. Wait, wait, which I think, sorry, is, is, which I think is, is, a, is a big deal too, because uh, you know, because we 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 love Star Wars. Everybody loves Star Wars, like all, yeah. everyone that we know. But it's like when you play as as the hero Luke, and he's on Hoth, and he's wearing like his the Return you know, of the Jedi, the stuff. Return of the Jedi. You know, the the, the the black suit. It's like, wait a minute, but shouldn't it be changed to his Hoth suit? So now they're, yeah. they're they're trying to change the game to be a bit more dynamic, so you feel like you're more immersed in the story. And it's funny too, because like everyone who has joined us. Uh, while we play has a lot of fun so if you guys are out there and you want to join us while we play we usually play weeknights at uh, 8 p.m. until until uh, pre- pretty late <laughs> god only knows <laughs> until god only knows so if you guys want to join us on uh, we play on ps4 guys so uh yeah we play on ps4 uh come to twitch.tv slash back and funky and you can join us there but uh yeah if you guys have seen the commercials uh the, the game mm-hmm. is it's kind of like that you know, like that commercial where, where like, you know, like the, the, the guy's in the office and he's remembering the time with his friend and, you know, he comes in like in an X-Wing out to the office window and he breaks open the window and you get all the feels going on. It feels like that when you're playing with your friends, so. Few things make me smile more, Serge, when you send me a random text message. You want to play PlayStation after school? And it's like, <laughs> yes, we're that. doing this, man. I don't say play PlayStation after school. You've said it before a couple of times. Like, <laughs> you want to play PlayStation after school, man? Um, Bringing back I'm the old school feels. Yeah, I wonder. I'm just wondering though, because they are said they're going to like even out some of like the um, stats. So I'm wondering who they're going to nerf and who they're going to like build up more. Like I have a feeling they're going to nerf Leia a bit more. Like I know yeah. a lot of people say she's not that powerful, but we've seen how OP Leia can get. Dude, Leia possibly like raise up Palpatine. I think what? So one of the updates is that they're going to nerf. Uh, <laughs> they're going to nerf Leia. They didn't say that specifically, but they said like they're going to like even out the playing field a bit more. So they might nerf some stuff and give some more like more stat boosts like other stuff. So I don't know if that means characters, hmm. if it means weapons. Unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to play the, play it yet to really see exactly what they've done. But I'm guessing it's going to be they're going to nerf Leia and like raise up Palpatine and possibly. I'm hoping to do this like drop the the uh, Han Solo blaster. Like make it like much much less powerful. Oh, definitely. It's it's the only weapon you're viable to use in the game. I mean, even like the 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 Han, uh, the, uh, the Boba Fett weapon, the E3, that's not as powerful as the DL-44, the Han Solo weapon. And everyone who plays knows it's 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 obvious bias. Like, how come, how come Boba Fett's Two weapon's not kills, as powerful? Huh? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Come on, come on, EA Dice. Like, we know you like Han Solo and the Rebels, but give... Come on. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, Boba Fett's not even part of the Empire. Give him some love. Like, make, make boost his weapon up. Like, you know, give it a boost. Or at the very least, very, very least, just like the Heavy Blaster, make that as powerful as Han Solo's Blaster. Seriously, you know? yeah, it's a large weapon. Make it like have that like impact. I'd, I'd laugh yeah. if they if they uh, give Leia a boost instead of nerfing her because she's pretty <laughs> she's pretty strong. You know, I was she playing... has the over when she has the overshield on. She just shoot through it with any single weapon she has. That's it. 
Yeah, pro tip, if you guys didn't know that, if you're playing as Leia, put down your shield, and you can shoot through the shield if you uh, put up your uh, your overcharge shot, which is, I think, uh, R1 or, or, like, RB on um, PlayStation um, and, and Xbox. But in any case, yeah, you can shoot through the shield and kill people. Like, I remember I was, I was playing uh, with a couple of our buddies, and, like, our buddy, our other buddy Dave didn't know that. And he was like, what? <laughs> He's like, how are you doing that? And I was like, ha pro tip, <laughs> secrets. But yeah, if you guys want to join with us, it would be great. We have a lot of fun playing uh, playing Battlefront. Right. Um, so also this week, we have a new casting for Doctor Strange. <laughs> As fate would have it, because, you know, last week we were talking about uh, <laughs> Martian. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Benedict Wong, who had a great role in The Martian, has been cast as Wong in Doctor Strange. <laughs> so, um, for those who don't know, Wong is Doctor Strange's assistant slash butler in, in, in some ways. At the, the, same the term at, is manservant. Manservant, <laughs> yeah. Man. Like, it's like his Alfred? That has a complete different meaning to me than it does to you guys. <laughs> manservant. <laughs> well, um, at the same time, though... Um, I think he's also kind of an underrated character because he's not—he's not just there to help him around the office. Um, Wong is like a master martial artist. In fact, uh, in a lot of ways, he is uh, as important to their dynamic as Strange is. Where Strange has all this knowledge in in magic, Wong is a master in martial arts. So he, he's like his defense. I can't wait for that movie. It's gonna be cool. And, and Benedict Cumberbatch is such a great actor. You know, and and having played, um, you know, like Mar- Marvel's Capcom, I can't wait for for Benedict like, to say I am Agamotto and like do all the hand signs and everything. Because oh my god, everybody like all every like like fighting a community person like that I know is looking forward to it just to see Benedict Cumberbatch like pull off the moves that we hopefully he's gonna do. You know, dude, he's so he's so hammy. Whether he's in a video game or in a comic book, it's just like by the Vashanti, by the hoary hosts of Hoggoth. It's There's like. A- there's a small part of me, or actually a large part of me, that hopes like as that Doctor Strange is going to be great, but it's going to be cheesy as fuck with the stuff he says. Like <laughs> I'm really hoping for like that cheese. Like I was watching Venture Brothers the other day, and like oh, the, yeah. do, the Doctor Strange clone they have on there, I forget his name. Like he says like all the weird shit. Also, I'm like, oh god, I hope they say the same shit in the movie. I hope it's just as weird. Oh my god, <laughs> it's going to be interesting because really Doctor Strange is is the first of its kind in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have we have, like, I guess, we have aliens, we have, like, science, we have weird Asgardian ma- pseudo-magic. Who are, we don't, we don't who have, are basically aliens. Yeah, we don't, but we don't have straight-up, like, incantations. <laughs> so it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, uh, I'm, I would imagine they're going to do kind of something more akin to what the uh, the more recent Doctor Strange uh books have been kind of doing great that i've only read uh, the first issue of it but he's more of like a an everyman kind kind of uh, dr strange instead of being over the top yeah so i can see them kind of going more that route or even the uh dr strange animated film which was again like i've talked about a couple times fantastic like i didn't like dr strange before like i was kind of just looking at the the adventure brothers clone as kind of like yeah you know (laughs) that's 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 kind of dr strange and that movie really gave me a better understanding uh, of the character and really how tragic he he is. And, you know, I, I can imagine them going that route with it, where, like, maybe his cloak isn't a cloak in the real world, but, like, a scarf when he's incognito or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, like it changes, kind of like uh, Spawn? Yeah, kind of like Spawn or kind of like uh, the TARDIS before it got stuck in that chameleon circuit. 
Yeah. Where it would just kind of adapt to whatever. The TARDIS stuck as a scarf. Very fashionable. Very trendy. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, time will tell on this. They could go full out, you know, mac and cheese on it. Or they could... <laughs> I'm 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 hoping they go the route of uh, of what they did in Doctor Strange season one, which pretty much puts him, Baron Mordo, and Wong all as students of the Ancient One with various you know ability. Um, you know they're all kind of gunning to be Sorcerer Supreme and you know the real disciple of the Ancient One, and one's evil, one just doesn't have the talent, and piggybacks on Strange, and then they're mm-hmm. Strange. Um, it's great, it's really great, and as a standalone book to teach you everything you want to know about Doctor Strange, where he comes from, what he's all about, I recommend checking it out. Uh, by the way, Dr. Clune, a name from Venture Brothers, was named Dr. Orpheus. Ah. Yeah. Necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why my impression of him sounds slightly Asian, but it does. No, it works. It worked. It, it, it made me giggle. It made me warm inside. He, he was great. He was just so great in that in that show. Uh, I think he made it for me, really. Him, the, his offset with Rusty Venture was great. Okay, I believe that's all the uh, stuff we had to get out of the way. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> and everybody, enjoy the main podcast. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Bad Coyote Funky Issue 35 podcast, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, and DC in general. On today's podcast, we've got Booster Greg. What up? We've got TV's Casey. Hey! <laughs> I don't know why that <laughs> Every time. Every time. Oh my god. we got Dave the Bearded Menace. I can't cast out here. <laughs> I can't cast out of here. Not enough mana. Oh, God. Uh, we got Anna Bomb Amber with us. Right. <laughs> and I'm Sergio. Welcome, everybody. Issue 35, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. For those unaware, uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, um, how would you shortly describe... Like, for, for, no one, like, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, like, Greg, how would you how would you describe it? Tell somebody... Uh, are, are you ready for this, Casey? You're going to say it's Exiles, aren't you? I was going to say it's Exiles. Oh, you goddamn son Yeah, that's right. Uh, I would say it is um, for those... There's no, like, unnerdy way that I can describe it. Um, Look, you're either you're either going to call it Exiles or you're going to call it Slider. Yeah, it's one or the other for me. It really is. It's 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 more it's more like a combination. Actually, it's that with time travel only, no alternate reality stuff yet, which is kind of a bummer. Um, so I would say... Oceans Eleven through time with superheroes and supervillains. It's a time Ooh. dirty dozen. Yeah, I would almost call it like more like Doctor Who in a lot of ways, and it, at least that's yeah. the vibe I got early on. And that's not just because Rory's in it. It certainly oh, Rory, <laughs> time travel. That is Rory. Oh, my yeah. green. Oh my so, god! The whole time I was like, he looks familiar, but his beard. How did, how did you? I'm sorry, how did you not get that? He's a British man wearing a long coat, time traveling. 
<laughs> I don't know. He's like, he, he finally got to be the doctor. Look at him. I know. He really did. But he lost I was, his pond. I mean, really, the, you can't help but compare the show, no matter really what it does to Doctor Who, oh, just sure. because I think of like the, the language it's using, the terminology. I mean, you have like the Time Masters, like hey, the not Time Lords. Yeah. I mean, you have you have like this, you have that special. I mean, I mean, the time travelers would all have the ship, but I mean, then you have that weird jargon for time travel, and that that's one problem I actually had with it, though, is that Doctor Who has kind of mastered the the art of of making up stuff to explain time travel in weird terms. That that this show, that a show that's a little less versed in it is it's a little more obvious that it's that it that it's faked you know at least with doctor who you can kind of suspend your disbelief a little more and and i think it also might be because it is the same actor who played rory that i'm more aware but i i I found i found the dialogue especially involving time travel a lot more forced and and not as believable than i would in doctor who i found like so for me it's it's very interesting like i've i haven't gotten seen the second episode yet i did watch the first one um but like I'm not sold on it for me personally. Like no, I, I completely agree actually. And and I think it's a lot of it has to do with like I love uh what's his name Arthur Arthur Darvel. I love him as an actor like he was great in Doctor Who, he's great in Broadchurch. Um but like he's not Rip Hunter. And this is me being a comic book purist. Like for me Rip Hunter like a good casting choice would have been Dr. Cox from Scrubs. Oh my god! He has that's so on point. He like he that would have been dead on because that's like that's kind of how he looks like. That's his mentality. He's just like this. Put that like a five o'clock shadow the most on him. Amazing casting. Yeah, ever. and he's not. I'm, it could have it could have only been better if Booster Gold was actually in the show. So like you could just see him go, hey, <laughs> hey rookie, trying to save Barbara Gordon again, huh? What I tell you, you're gonna end up with more broken arms. Oh man, like it's just it's so good. Like in like I, I'm confident Booster Gold is gonna show up at some point during. God will. It's just God a matter will. of when. Because, like, you know, spoilers, Rip Hunter is Booster Gold's son. I want Skeets. Oh, uh, who is doesn't it? want Skeets? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rip Hunter is Booster Gold's son. And which is interesting because Rip Hunter ends up training Booster Gold in time travel. Of course. Ooh. So it's like oh, this is whole... how Booster Gold uh, travels through time because Rip Hunter teaches it? Wait, so the whole story, for to... those of you who don't know, well, he's from the future, my favorite so I mean, superhero, like Booster thing. Gold, is he is, or he was a. Uh, college football quarterback, like the star, like the golden boy, who ended up betting against his team and throwing games to make extra money to pay for his mother's hospital bills because his deadbeat dad left and wouldn't. So it was only him, his sister, and his dying mother. So he gets caught. And when he gets caught, he's disgraced. No one will hire him or anything. The only job he can get is being the graveyard shift security guard for the Superman Museum or Superhero Museum or so, whatever, something like that. So every night... It's a, it's a museum that's got all kinds of yeah. uh, of superhero yeah. stuff in it because he... Uh, I'll let yeah, you yeah. go. Let you so go. he... Um, don't take my story, Casey. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I can't cast I that here. Your name, Booster Casey? No, it's not. Wait until next podcast. No! <laughs> oh, snap! He told you! He I wa- told I won't you! Overruled. He told you! He could be like, could be like bl- the blue, the Casey Beetle. Blue Casey. 
But by the way, I've, I've always loved the way that, 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 that Greg explains anything in comic books. Like, I, I don't know why. It, it's always so, like, engaging to me. So when, when Casey interrupted, I got so mad because I was picturing everything. <laughs> I was picturing everything in my head. And then Casey's like, hey, guys, I got pizza. Like, what? Dude, get out. It's like Nobody's hungry. Get out of here. It's what like story doing? time in kindergarten. Thanks you're sitting more. there, your legs crossed, <laughs> and you're like, yes, tell me more. And all of a sudden, like, the principal comes on the intercom. We're serving lunch today at five. It's like, no, I don't need to hear that. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great old school riff. So, so please so, hey, continue yes. the story. So anyways, so Booster Gold, uh, his name is uh, Michael Carter, Michael John Carter. He um, is now a graveyard shift security guard for you know, just like a general DC Universe superhero museum where they like, all this old technology and all these artifacts and everything. And he's... Uh, I can't remember what century, way, way into the future. Not quite so into the future where he meets the Legion of Superheroes, but, like, pretty, pretty far in. I think he might be smack dab in the middle in, like, the 25 hundos. Yeah, I want to say that. That sounds about right to me. Um, so, one day, he gets this idea where he's just like, you know what? There's all this tech here, and there's this old time machine that's, like, not supposed to work. So, he just steals everything, jumps in a time machine comes back to modern times to try to become the world's best superhero. Kind of Marty McFly style, kind of, where he's like, I kind of know what's going to happen, so I'm just going to, like, you know, make it not happen and be a hero. But he still sells out. Like... Yeah, he's, he's, he's like, sponsored by, like, he's, like, always, like, trying to... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And that <laughs> really kind of shines more in modern stuff. Um, he ends up... He was never supposed to be called Booster Gold. He uh, was named himself uh, Gold Star. And um, I think it was Reagan fucked up the name. So, like, you know, like, he had this whole big thing. He saves the president. And Reagan's like, and my good friend, Booster Gold. And he's like, uh, it's Gold Star. So the name just sticks after that. Um, so he becomes this kind of, like, joke of a character. He's like a C-list hero. Uh, he has some decent powers, but it's all off of tech. And when his best friend, Blue Beetle, dies is where everything really starts kind of going for him. Rip Hunter snatches him out of the time stream and says, hey, we got to fix all this shit that's going wrong in, the, in time right now because there are these villains that are going through and trying to fuck everything up. And the reason why Booster Gold is such a good candidate for this is because he's such a joke. So no one would ever think that, like, if you snatch Batman out of time and, like, go fix everything, he would do it really well. But then the bad guys would know that it's Batman and they would <laughs> go to when Batman was a kid and, sh- and, and you know, the, the cradle, essentially, when he was a baby and shoot him in the head. Boom. No more Batman. So the fact that Booster Gold is such an unbelievable hero of time worked out for them. And the the shitty part was he when he came back to normal time, he had to act like the douchebag that he was, even though he had grown so much during these adventures. Was this before or after 52? This is during the this is uh, 52. This, this is, is during it. Okay. This is during and after 52. So like, because I've I've only read his fifty two stuff. Right, so his fifty two stuff is where he like he died. You think he dies, but he doesn't, and, and he comes he's back. Really this and he other hero that's even more of a douche that he hated because he was a douche. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. And he, and it's so that funny because he, my mind he hates him. He hates that other character so much. And then <laughs> and when it's revealed that it's him, it's damn like, oh, you, supernova. <laughs> there's a there's yeah, a whole scene in it so where good. he goes like the whole Frank Grimes Homer Simpson thing. He's standing on top oh, of a yeah. nuclear submarine that's about to explode, and he's just basically like, "Oh, I couldn't possibly contain this, for, you know, this exploding nuclear sub with my powers because I'm supernova." Like, and he just he fucking <laughs> blows up, and then his when the when the debris clears, it's his skeleton inside of a costume. <laughs> it's it just, amazing. Like, flops down. Yeah, 
It was so good. So what, what it turns out is uh, Supernova, who was Booster Gold, took his corpse from the future, put it in his suit, and then put that in its place, all within like a split second. So while so pretending to be a, a different version of himself, he faked his own death. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's such a it's such a great like it, it basically made, made me fall in love with the character like I didn't really care about him before that oh, yeah. 52 story oh, you know but, now, yeah. now I, I can see why he's your favorite character Greg because it's like you know oh he's awesome I can see Greg doing some of the same shit you know <laughs> he is I I can relate to him <laughs> yes, he, exactly like it's, he's ultimately a story about redemption which is nice but it's a story about redemption where he can never let everyone know that he's been redeemed otherwise you know the bad guys will figure oh, it out Batman and try to shoot knows. him in the head. Batman well, knows what's up. But Bat- Batman knows, which is great, because Batman's the only one who fucking figures it out. And of course <laughs> it would be Batman, out of everyone in the DC universe. Uh, and the tragic part is he'll never get his best friend back, which is kind of kind of a bummer. Uh, it really adds that extra layer. However, we're not, I could talk about Booster well, Gold. Well, the bigger tragedy has been vastly underused in the new DC continuity. Yeah, I mean, they changed him. They changed him a lot. Like, he's well, he back to there being... for a while. Well, he, he was actually, um, Booster Gold has been around, I think, since, like, the JLI was in a, a launching title for yeah, New 52. it sure was. No, I, I feel like he, I feel like he was, like, not a thing for a while, though. No, he was. He was always there, but he was just a different incarnation, and then, now I think he's, like, they did They did this weird I thing I where he would appear as, like, a peripheral character in a bunch of books, and he would do that Marty McFly staring through his hand thing every time something weird would happen. I remember it very vividly yeah. where he's like he's hanging around the watchtower and he sees like Superman and Wonder Woman make out and like he looks at his hand and it's fading and I'm like oh what the fuck like what like out of all <laughs> things like Superman and Wonder Woman hooking up makes you disappear from the timeline give me a break <laughs> um but yeah anyway so that is uh Rip Hunter's father and like in in the comics Rip Hunter is never I mean it's never said he's not British but I never got the I never got the like he the feel that British he was supposed to be British. Yeah, right. Like well, apparently in the future, everyone's British. So yeah, you know. I mean, like it was still a decent choice. You know, it was good on the nose for if you're gonna cast someone to be a time traveler, you might as well get someone who's you know most famous role right now is for being a time traveler. So I, I can see that. Um, I also wonder though, like with with Rick with Rick Hunter is in, in the comic, is he as much of like a dick he's, as he's he worse. is in the show? He's a million. Oh, times he's worse. worse. He's so, he's condescending. Yeah, he is. There's that moment where like they they like, Hawkman and Hawkgirl are see their son who's been like sorry who hasn't seen his like parents in years and they're like having this this great reunion and he's like sorry to interrupt your family time but we have a mission. It, and it's, it like, gets oh, to the God. point between him and Booster Gold where Booster Gold's trying to go back in time and prevent Barbara Gordon from getting crippled. One of the most really famous Batman yeah. stories of all time, The Killing Joke. He keeps going back in time to try and do it, but for whatever reason, the Joker keeps getting the drop on him, or whatever he manages to try and do, it always ends up bad or worse, and he gets even hurt. And Rip Hunter's just there watching him, like, like do it, like a Flintstones cartoon. He just keeps going back in time, coming yeah. back more, like, with more of his ass kicked, and he's like, he's like, I keep telling oh you, like, like, Booster Gold, you can't, you can't do it, like, you can't fix this. He's like, shut up, shut up, I'm gonna do it, and he's like, listen, like, whatever, like, I don't, I don't even care. Like, you can keep trying, keep almost yeah. dying, but you're gonna, you're gonna end up dead. And I'm just gonna have to find somebody else. And it's like, holy crap! Like, how could you, how could you be so heartless? Cold it's as bad. ice. Yeah. And again, and that, that's his that's how, dad. He's talking to basically saying that too. Right. Huh. Well, that's how that's how Batman finds out too. Because if you remember, the Killing Joke Joker has the camera, so he takes pictures as he does it. And in one of the pictures, Booster Gold is in the background. 
So and but it was like the future suit that he's wearing currently because when Booster Gold first showed up, he had that like ridiculous collar, oh, which was awesome. Oh my god, the collar's the best. Then he had a cape too when he first showed up. Did he? Yeah, he had a cape, and then he ditched the cape after a while, but he kept the collar. And then eventually he got rid of the collar and got had all the patches on it. And then he got rid of the patches. Then it was kind of like the modern one for a while. It made it real sleek. And, yeah, it made it real sleek, kind of metallic looking, really cool. And it was that one that Batman saw in the picture, so he knew from what era this booster booster gold was from. So you he know, approaches him and says, "I know what you, you know did." What makes me sad is like stuff. when we were in college. That's when you first started reading Booster Gold, I think. And you were yeah, well. That it was uh, my first. Actually, the first time I had seen Booster Gold was in Justice League uh, Unlimited cartoon. And, like, I remember you were talking to... And you would, like, show up, like, on AIM, like, to chat to me about it, like, randomly. Like, I'd be, like, fucking around. And all of a sudden, you'd be like, oh, man, I just read this thing in Booster Gold. No one knows who he is. Because at that point, I guess his, like, identity was hidden because people thought he may have been Superman, this, or blah, blah, blah. And you're telling me to get into it, and I feel so bad, so sad I never did because like, the character sounds like... Yeah amazing like you would tell me like the stuff he's getting into and what he's doing and who the character is and it's a big secret in the dc universe and i was like uh i'm not in the comics right now but yeah i'll look into it now it's like fuck i should look into it damn it i missed yeah. up you still can't well now now you can just binge read if you have the time like you have all of 52 to go through you have booster gold's uh series which ends very abruptly at, after flashpoint um and you have a lot i'm actually kind of jealous because you have a lot of good shit that you could just read all at once if you have like a day yeah, it's great. Plenty of issues um, of Justice League International that you really get to see him shine. Yeah, or I, I can't believe it's not the Justice League or super, or formerly known as the Justice League. Yeah, the League. Super Buddies. Yeah, so good. Um, but anyways, that you know, Rip Hunter's casting choice was kind of it was interesting, and you know, I was all for it. Um, for Legends of Tomorrow, I'm not like a huge fan right now. Like I know I kind of mentioned that earlier, but it's like. I'm not. I'm not digging Hawkman and Hawkgirl at all. Well, like, they're just kind of so there. In the, uh, I mean, in the in part two, that so that might not be a problem anymore. Okay, okay. Because I was like, in all honesty, it just feels like a really large cast, and like I would have rather have had like because I they're gonna have a live action vixen show up at some point, and I would have rather had her in Legends of Tomorrow than those two, just off well, the first episode. Well, yeah, no. Um, in I mean. In, we're gonna have, we have to talk about it. So yeah, yeah. In the set the set the second episode and the towards the end, um, Hawkman gets uh, stabbed by uh, by Vandal Savage. Oh, of course. Jumping ahead, but uh, yeah, uh, Greg, like I I kind of see what you're talking about. They have this. Uh, well, for for me, the whole Hawkman and Hawker, like the yeah. wings retracting, <gasps> is is kind of and they look like I mean, bad chicken wings, you, right? You, you know, you, you can see the strings. <laughs> you can see the strings. <laughs> and they're so long. Seriously, you can see the strings. Like, if, if anyone is is you know uh, has watched the show, DC Legends of Tomorrow, um, it's on the CW, and the CW is known to me for and its Supergirl. <laughs> but uh, I'm actually, yeah. And I, I was talking to uh, you know David Beard of Menace here about it before we got on channel, and uh, we we, we kind of like it. But there there are a couple things, and the Greg, I do agree with that. The whole they the costumes themselves look kind of cheap to me. Like if you like, we've been to conventions and everybody, and I've seen like hawk men and hawk girls, and they look amazing. And then I see uh, this DC Legends of Tomorrow, and I'm like, what? How are cosplayers? putting on a better show so to speak than yeah. this tv show with a budget i don't know you know i mean like we, we've seen some amazing yeah. wings amazing costumes and then i don't know to, to me it looks very cheap and the whole the wings are cg and they come in and out they can be cg that's fun but they retract not only that, and they go but away like, like not what? trying to be okay that guy, so but the wings don't look like they'd be 
they look like 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 sick chicken wings. You know what I mean? Like they look like, they <laughs> yeah. look like there's like feathers yeah. missing and whatnot. It's like those fucking things can carry anybody. What the shit? You know? Like from also, the cartoons, I, like so the wings are huge. Yeah, and even though they're short, they look fucking powerful as fuck. Like. Yeah, that can that can carry a person. You can wing, you can wing check. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I would prefer them Put just them to be straight wall. up CGI all, all the time. You yeah. know, and that and 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 only be and, and be kind of overly extravagant because that's that's kind of what you expect. Yeah, I guess you could say they were really winging hey, hey. that special effects. No, yeah, I did it. No, no. you're welcome. Damn it! Welcome. No, podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> it's done. Podcast <laughs> is done, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. No kidding. But, uh, yeah, the other issue I have with them is, is that, okay, I can kind of see why they make them retract. Because the CW makes shows for ordinary yeah. people, muggles. And I guess if people keep tuning in, it's weird. Because, okay, this is a comic book show, but they want to keep it within the realm of possibility. So, I mean, I'm trying to, like, wrap my brain but, around but their thought process. that's what's weird about it, though. Not to interrupt, but that's what's weird about it. They want to keep it around possibility... Yet the shit they have going on is fucking impossible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they have an older man and, 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 uh, and, a, and a young dude merge together to make a super powerful superhero, but they can't let the Hawk people be aliens, first of all, and two, have their wings out all the time. Instead, they, uh, <laughs> they have them retract the wings, and they're Egyptians from the past, which is fine, but also you got some uh, Hollywood whitewashing, and the dude is a white yeah, dude playing an Egyptian, weird. so there's I was, that. I was, yeah. I, was like, I was like, how is he? Because so, I was really confused. I was like, okay, they're being reincarnated throughout time. That's kind of, at first, I was like, oh, that's kind of neat how like you can be reincarnated as like, a different I like that, race yeah. or whatever. But, like, but then I saw in the flashbacks, no, they just look the same. As and he's just a white guy in ancient Egypt. Well, I think they, just, I think they did that for the muggles. Like, <laughs> can't have a different actor playing the same character yeah. because, like, you know, like. But I thought, you know, I thought, I thought Christian Bale was Batman because they're those people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and also, yeah, he's the same dude with the same haircut, and she she is too, except she has the Egyptian headdress on. But it's like, okay, the same exact people. But in and, the past, in the same personality okay. too. She was like, and oh, you is, have a weird sense of yeah. guess for for someone of like that's like a soldier, and it's like, wait, you're like have the exact same condescending tone. Although to be like, fair, shit, shit don't change. Four thousand years later. To be fair shit though, I, I do kind of like the fact that they still look like the same people, just because it kind of adds a lot of um, drama. Not only continuity, but like necessary drama. That's like, oh, that really sucks. Like for instance, when they meet their son, you know, and the son's like, you look exactly how. I remember you guys, you know? It's like it kind of adds something to it that's like, oh, that kind of hurts a little bit that they can have children. The children will see them as they were, but they're still, they're much younger and the children are older. You know, like that's, I did kind of like that a bit. Probably because I've always been a fan of um, Highlander growing up and I always like the fact that he never ages and that he'll meet people that he met when they were children and he's, they're older and they don't really kind of understand why he hasn't aged. So I've always liked that aspect, but... I'll admit to you, a guy that white would have been frying in Egypt. Um, like, no <laughs> question about it. Like, she looks like she could have belonged in Egypt. Like, they give her the, they give her like the eyeliner yeah. and the makeup, and, and she a, could be a fucking Egyptian, you know. But and that's the thing with Hollywood. It's like eyeliner, makeup, boom, you're an Egyptian, which is just terrible. I mean, like, like Egypt, like has and and other uh, uh, countries, um, the of the other Arab nations have banned certain Hollywood movies because they're like, uh, yeah, those those are white people <laughs> in gold. Like, those aren't Egyptians. 
And he did, I in mean, like, that's Katy Perry in gold. Yeah, and it's like, oh, she's an Egyptian. What? It's, it's you know, like, like reflective gold armor. <laughs> you guys got to understand, Thanagarian Ex- sunscreen exactly. is like SPF two billion. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're not even Thanagarian anymore. They're Egyptian, which, which, I, which I didn't like because, like, growing up, I mean, we all grew up on the on the Justice League cartoons. Like those, that's the Justice League. Those are the characters. And Shiara was more powerful in the Justice League with yeah, all those episodes and seasons like, than this done one. So far, except like. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't see she, what's she supposed kicked, to be likable she, she, about her. She gave Kronos a pretty decent Sparta kick. Oh, okay, good. That was all right. That, that was good. She did right. that. She did. But uh, I, I, I get what they're doing. They want to build up her characters so that over time, you actually, they, they want you to feel for these characters. But at the same time, it's like these are already established characters. Like even if ordinary people don't know their origins, it, they don't have to be this way. Like they want her to start off weak and then eventually get her memories. And then she becomes a warrior. I see that's where it's going. But the Justice League cartoon, she she was strong right off the bat. And you got to feel for her character, I did, over time through her actions, through how she handled each mission, how she interacted with the other heroes. So you don't have to make her this yeah, weak. And it's, it's so weird because... Like, because she, she the whole... Like, for the, the two episodes, she's, like, against that, that destiny together, reincarnated for everything... And and then like finally at the the, the last moment when <laughs> when it when you know if she, if she it, when it would have mattered uh, she like was like oh now I suddenly care on sad face and it's like okay not, not only that yes yes what Amber's talking about sorry go on I'm, I'm sorry hang on yes what Amber's talking about is that is that a Hawkman this entire time is just telling Shiara oh like throughout time through all all of our lifetimes because they get reincarnated over and over again each time Vandal Savage the main villain of this show kills them and Vandal Savage every time he kills them he gets stronger kind of like Jet Li in the one where he goes through the multiverse and he kills himself and he becomes more powerful I am Eula I am Eula I know this bitch you that's me <laughs> high five buddy um, but, uh, yeah, so what's going on is that Hawkman keeps reminding her that we are together, we're Starcross lovers together, and she's like, I don't remember my past lives. She, she gets these certain flashbacks, which are pretty cool, because, like, she, she is a Rosetta Stone, uh, you know, she understands the language, she understands how to fight and everything when she, uh, goes through her flashbacks, so every time she puts herself back in the past, she kind of gets a bit stronger, because she remembers a war, the warrior that she was, and, and the princess, or princess, whatever, but, uh, princess, yeah, yeah, so, uh, what's happening now is that in this show, she, she she fights it. She says, well, that's not me right now, and I can't just be in love with you, which which makes sense. You know, it's kind of the whole Disney... Just like in the cartoon. Yeah, and it, it's, it's kind of like the whole Disney thing where, you know, it's like, uh, oh, you can't... A princess just can't fall in love with a dude as soon as she meets him. That's, you know, ridiculous. So some of the modern day movies have been, like, uh, uh, talking about that and addressing it. But, uh, yeah, so at the end of this new episode, the episode two, uh, they, they try to get Vandal Savage... And it, it it ends up with Hawkman uh, being being fatally wounded or or maybe killed, and then now she's like, oh no, I was fighting him this whole time, and now I finally fear for him. No, I was like, what? <laughs> like, oh, how yeah, convenient. like, like, like oh man, it's ridiculous. So I, I do I do like certain things about this show, but there's a lot of things that like they make it too real they make it too much muggle tv for ordinary people and it just it just doesn't work it's a fantastical world full of superheroes and powers but you want to give them retractable wings because it'd be too much for regular people to believe and kind of you know vibe with them because they always have wings out i think that's what i don't i don't know i just i have a huge problem with that look you you, everybody has has to have a huge problem with hawkman and and hawk girl and uh, you know you've seen the cartoon you get it 
But to, if if you met somebody and and you're an experienced comic book fan, like maybe like somebody like me or Greg or Amber, and you're trying to describe what's what's cool about Hawkman, you go, he's a big dude with a mace, and he can really fuck somebody up if he hits him with it hard. <laughs> yeah, that's a good reason to start reading Hawkman. A bad reason to start reading Hawkman is nothing makes any goddamn. Sense. <laughs> yeah, like I'm still like I, I'm gonna look it up one day. I'm gonna Google like is he uh, are they is he aliens an alien spa- or are they yeah. Egyptians? Is he is he an alien space cop from Thanagar? Is he an Egyptian that's inspired by some kind of mythology that gets reincarnated? Is he an Egyptian inspired by aliens that gets reincarnated? It's ridiculous, and it got to the to the point where they're just like fuck it, we're slashing and burning. Like, Hawkman, like, there's been a million of them. We have to set the continuity straight. And in the cartoon, they even really make sure they ease you into it, and they don't trip you up with any of that nonsense. And they do the same thing with Wonder Woman, which is also great. Hawkgirl just shows up in the first episode. It's like, there's white Martians invading, call the people in. It's like, oh, it's Hawkgirl. What does she do? She she beats stuff with a mace. You don't find (laughs) out that she's a member of an alien species until the alien species first shows up. You don't know she's a traitor until the very end of that story. And anything else that's related to her comes up when it's necessary. You know, yeah. if you tried to describe the entire story of Hawkgirl to somebody just by dumping it on them, like this show does, um, <laughs> you're going to have a problem. Because it's, yeah. it's too much, too soon, and it's too ridiculous compared to the stories <laughs> of everybody else in the show. Yeah, and that's the thing about this show too. It's like for the most part, it's just normal people. It's so the exception easy. Being yeah, like it's like you have the Adam, who's just a dude in a suit. You have Captain Cold, who's just a dude with a freeze gun. You have Heatwave, who's just a dude with a flamethrower <laughs> thing. <laughs> and you have White Canary, who's you know a chick who got brought back to life a couple times Ma- and Ma- is acting incredibly different from the Arrow. Martial artist, incredibly. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, okay. That's that's one thing I wanted to ask you guys. Did you guys watch the Arrow and all those stuff? Okay, so the White Canary. Oh, oh okay, so God. the White Canary. So so in Legends of Tomorrow, the, in the first episode, they she was talking to to Black Canary, um, and and it's weird. And she was talking about the Lazarus Pit. Now I don't I don't watch Arrow or or whatever. Um, I, I do I do watch right, Flash. Right. So it was it was kind of it was kind of. Uh, weird that it just went into it you know like uh, so their sisters they were both the black canary like what's what's the thing there so the whole story is um sarah who is now the white canary was the first black canary uh. um she was on the boat uh i'm assuming you at least saw the first episode yeah so you know how like the whole thing is oliver gets stranded on a boat yeah and like goes on this island he's alone she mm. was on the boat with him and it oh. turns out she was actually she was, on the island first. She was the girl he was in bed with when the boat got all screwed. Right. So he oh, was supposed to be dating. Yeah, and, he was supposed he to be dating she Laurel. she died, right? Yeah, well, they thought she died. Hmm. So he was supposed to be dating Laurel, who is her sister, who you saw in the first episode of Legends of Tomorrow. God, I hate he that He goes on an exotic, sexy, billionaire vacation <laughs> with her sister. Wow. And um, she gets lost at sea. Gets recovered a couple times, uh, gets lost again, and is actually trained by uh, Ra's al Ghul and the League of Assassins. And she becomes the Black Canary. So she comes back, and everyone's like, oh, you're back. It's so great. Blah, blah, blah. She's all like a hard ass. Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's like mysterious. She can kick ass. Like, she's like a, just a great fucking character. Um, and then she dies. Well, she's also like kind of fighting against the League of Assassins, yeah, yeah, too, and that's like why how how it yeah. all. Okay. She got she has some lesbian tendencies. It's great. It's awesome. It's good TV. <laughs> so then I like you know lesbians. a lot a lot a couple seasons later she dies, and it's kind of sad. Everyone's really bummed, and Laurel 
finds a way to bring her back. So she comes back Lazarus Pit, um, Lazarus Pit style, but she has her doesn't have her soul. So she's like this very like feral kind of like being, and just she's like, like driven to kill things. Yeah, and she's actually driven. You're when you're brought back from the Lazarus Pit, you're driven to kill the person who killed you, and the person who killed her was Oliver's sister, who is oh, now the new wow. Speedy. So she is running around killing people that look like Oliver's sister because she can't tell the <laughs> difference because she's like fucking crazy. So Oliver <laughs> figures it out, or not Oliver, someone figured Laurel figures it out, and they're like, "Oh God, we gotta figure this out." So that's when they call Constantine in, and that was actually one of the best lines. But we talked about this on one of the previous podcasts where, uh, at this point, Oliver is dating Felicity, and they're like in a you know nice committed relationship. And Felicity is like, oh, this guy, Con- you know, Constantine, what's this going to be like another hot chick? And it's like this gangly, like short British dude who just probably smells like shit. And she's like, oh, thank God. I thought it was going to be another hot girl. Because oh, you think about it, like every single woman. Is that where the, the show Constantine was supposed to kick off because he introduced him then? No. So this no, is actually after, after it was canceled. Oh. This is actually I just kind of like fast forward us to the newest season. Yeah. Um, so his show got canceled a while ago and this was kind of like little like, Hey, he's still around. This is all one continuity kind of thing. See you later. Constantine one episode only. Um, <laughs> and it's great. Like he's a, he's a, he's a great actor for Constantine. I really enjoyed him. I didn't think I would. And he was actually, I, I was hoping for a Tim Roth, but he did a fantastic job. Um, so then he, he restores her soul. So that brings us kind of to now. And the thing with her, she's like a tortured character. She's oh, yeah. been through a ton. She is yeah. not the happy-go-lucky. No. Like, oh, I'm like. I, oh, you think I'm hot? Ha ha yeah. ha! Like it's like she, terrible. She like, would never she, say, she, "Let's get weird in the '70s." Like, get the fuck out <laughs> of here with that. What is that? And, and that's actually. And this is like not just her. A problem I'm having with a lot of the characters. With um, oh my God, Ray Ray Palmer, right? The Adam. Yep. Was he as 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 dumb in in the Arrow as as he is in? In so I I've Legends only seen him in the first episode, so again I haven't seen the second one. But he didn't seem that dumb to me. Like he's he's been very like no, he's he's he's, a, he's, he's not dumb. He's aloof. Yeah. No, but he's like, he takes everything at like face value. I mean, honestly, in the first episode, they all the people who were taken by uh by uh Rick Hunter were seemed like they were they were really taking a lot uh, without really like going into it. The, when Arrow was like, hey, you guys just listen to this guy from the future and. Or they, that says he's from the future, and you're gonna like go with him, and then and then uh, I think. Uh, well, the world Adam. still thinks he's dead. Yeah. Well, what was was it the Adam who's talking to him, and then Adam's just like, no, but like I really believe in this, and Arrow's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it it just seemed it just seemed like a really like a really weird, Rip Hunter, right? Yeah, like a really yeah. big uh, sequence of events. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it, it's all kind of weird, and like they I mean, do uh, even with um, Firestorm. Like, what's can't remember the black guy's name the new firestorm but he they he's even like a little little off to like his characterization like he wasn't I'm kind like of that. surprised they didn't call him jason rush by the way well like jason rush was in the show yeah was, but i just i i just don't like, think yeah yeah no i i hear you like you know what i'm saying him. yeah yeah but like, how I, I did you. and how did the, how did Rapunzel even like get sedate them like he he just like, showed up with all of these different heroes and was like surprise shoot oh you. he's got and, the he's got the men in black neuralizer yeah, yeah, yeah he's but, got a but, like, gun. but like, how many other people have tried to like take these other heroes by surprise and they've gotten out of it? Like, I why, noticed that. Why that's why like one of the first gripes I had. Suddenly, too. the one person who gets them. Like, because they have to make the show. That's like one of the gripes I had also. Where it's like, and he actually introduces himself too, like, "Hi, hey, hello," and then does it. It's like these guys are supposed to be superheroes, and they're being taken out by a guy whose reflexes aren't that quick. He's actually slow with the movement of bringing it up and like pointing it at them. You know, 
Yeah. And it's funny because like I really tried my best as like as much as like quarrels that we have and qualms we have about it. I tried my best like not to like the show, and I really did end up liking it just because it was cheesy enough for me to work. You know, I'll yeah. admit, like I hated I'm... the wings, and I did hate the fact that Vandal Savage is a is not a caveman; he's an Egyptian. You know, like as a yeah. caveman, I'm offended that they just like, got rid of that. You know, like <laughs> damn it, thanks, they they, they no. race lifted your your favorite character. Like, thanks, thanks Hollywood. You know, whitewashing cavemen everywhere. You know, shit. There's barely enough ends as also, it is. Yeah, also, I feel like Vandal Savage should be a bit more and more powerful. Like, he shows up, and he, oh, yeah. he's a very intimidating character, but when it gets it's down to it, they're like, all right, we, we, we failed him, or whatever. But wait, like, we're rewinding a little bit. What was up with the professor roofing, like, the, the black kid? <laughs> that was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. That was really weird. Why did they do... That was really yeah, here, weird. No, here's and... what caught me. Not that that was really weird, but the fact <laughs> that he had the roofies ready to go. It's like, <laughs> has he used this before? Has he, like, roofied other yeah. students? You know, like... Yeah, it was yeah ready. And that's the other thing that I was looking at too. No, he, it was right there because, like, uh, when when he was talking to to the kid, I, I keep forgetting his name. Because uh, because uh, in the, in this show, guys, there's um, uh, Firestorm, which is made up of two people: an old uh, white professor who's very smart, and and like this like this street tough kid or whatever. Um, in any case, yeah. So when Rip Hunter comes and tells him about you know like their their future and everything and what's going to happen and oh this is this has got to be your choice to come. The professor is like, I want to go. This is a huge lifetime opportunity thing. And the kid is like, No, I don't want to go. Get out of here. So he's like, All right, well let's uh, drink to me. And he goes over to like like a Mad Men style like old school like you know tray of alcohol or whatever. He pours a drink. Yeah, and and he gives it to the kid, and he drinks it and passes out. I was like, did he just roofie him? Then he brings him on to the time-traveling TARDIS spaceship, and then he wakes up. He was like, wait, what? Where am I? What? And I was like, what the hell? And And then then, then Captain Cold's ally was like, well, you you roofied him. He he should be mad. He's like, I didn't roofie him. He's like, call it whatever you want. And it's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the the characters (laughs) were well aware that, you know, the audience was going to kind of say that. So, yeah, they had the characters say it. But it doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it any... in my mind, that guy is like, weird. That, that's like, like in my mind, he's a creepy old guy that he, that guy has to it just has to have in his head now to to get power. It's like great, <laughs> and I I don't I think in general I noticed that there was just a lot of of weird inconsistencies with the show that that. I think it needed. It definitely needed another editorial pass. There was there was some scenes that just went on too long, some lines that just didn't need to be said, there, and and some some weird. Some weird, just forced, <laughs> forced Star Wars references. Yeah, very forced. Yeah, and like, and, very and I hate forced. like the whole like the dumb like I hate that really over the top like dumb college student with the two kids who who see the bounty hunter or like Kronos. Yeah. And they're just like, oh whoa, major Boba Fett going on. And it's like, uh, oh my uh, god. In, in like, Kronos's defense, he looks way cooler than he ever has anywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> he he <laughs> no, does look I, cool. I, I, I do like his his duster trench coat. It looks cool. The the, the mask is kind of whatever. The mask is really whatever. And, and, was, which also brings cool. which also brings around to it's like okay, like the budget. The, this show definitely has a budget, but in certain departments, okay, like oh my god, they don't have the right people for certain things. I mean, again, the, cosplayers do a better job. That revolver pissed me off a little things. bit. Like when you pull that little like plastic toy revolver with the blue shots and like. Yeah, that and it sh- it shoots like huge like like uh, like lasers and there's like a huge. Explosion I mean, I get yeah, off. like the noisy cricket. Like I, I understand yeah. that you know that because I do hate when like sci-fi movies when like they pull out this really big like makes no sense gun that fires around. You know, you know, like I like the idea. It's like kind of like a smaller gun that fires a big round, but the gun looks stupid. It's gonna be a revolver. Make it look a bit more 
menacing at the least, you know? Well, it's a super feature. You can make it look how... I know, but still, it's just... I feel it's like, just, I feel it felt like I'm going to break this thing. What is this? Give me a real gun. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, girl. Just, in general, nah. like, there was just a lot of weird things. Like, that one part where they're talking about, like, the time stream changing, and it's like, oh, well, it takes time for these things to become permanent. I'm like, okay, well, then, what wouldn't changing something again make that permanent change not so permanent like what like define permanent <laughs> and the I show kind of contradicts think... itself like he said that if time wants yeah. to happen it'll happen so it's like if that's yeah. the case no matter what you do vandal savage will always happen but, well, then, yes. but, then, but then, then he says it towards the end. He's like, time changes, people don't. Make up your goddamn Stop mind. trying to make Vandal Savage happen. It's always going to happen. <laughs> so that's like no, one, of the, it's one of the deals. Even in Doctor Who, they kind of, there's always but constants. At least, but at least in Doctor Who, they they at least say, like, old time, there's like a t- they, they try to explain that time can be changed, but we try to not. There's fixed points that you can't change. And, and they don't go into that. They're just like, oh, yeah, you can change some things. Oh, wait, this change will become permanent if we, like, don't stop it now. Like, sure. I don't know. It just it just seems really, really strange. The guy's got some serious Darth Vader in going on. Yeah, the show ha- has its qualms, but, uh, yeah. I mean, well, okay, well, let, let's let's steer away from that. So um, what's, what's one thing you guys do you like about the show? And, like, where do you want it to head to? Like, where oh, do you want it to go? Things. Oh, sure, I, I, go ahead. I, I think this show really shines when it has its large scale battles. When you have them all showing off their powers, flying around. When you're just when you when, it, when you when it zooms out and you see like the house on fire and like laser beams going everywhere and them like working together, I I'm really into the show. Whenever that happens, it's it's really exciting. It's and it's just what I want out of the show. What I what I don't want is are, are all these hokey lines. That, that, <laughs> that, I mean, I want I I, I think and I think that just. A tighter cut, some another editorial pass would just would really make it the show it can be because I think it's all there. They just need to, they just need to clean up the script a little bit. Yeah. The other thing, I think that Captain Cold really steals the show for me. Oh yeah. He uh, like that one line. Like, oh, we need to break in. We're going to have to steal something from the museum. And he just goes, Oh, all right, I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) He just he he has his deliveries on point. He just he knows knows what he wants to be, and he's uh, he's going for it. Oh yeah, he he has no delusions of like being a hero or anything. Yeah. Like, he he knows who he is. He's comfortable with who he is, and I love that uh, the the two him and Heatwave are reunited from Prison Break. Not that I ever watched Prison Break. Yeah, but... I do like. That. I did, yeah, I felt the same way too. I didn't I never watched it, but I was like, oh look, it's the guys from Prison Break. They're good. Yeah, <laughs> and, they're they're nice. and they're they bad guys well again. Yeah, although the the one thing, the biggest missed opportunity I think for Heatwave is they never gave him his accent. Like he's supposed to have this like nice British or nice uh, Irish accent. Oh, it'd have been so cool. I think it's Irish or it's uh, Mirror, Mirror Master is Scottish, and I know. No, but Heatwave Captain, is too. Captain Boomerang. Think... Captain Boomerang's Australian, but I'm I don't fairly certain, fairly certain oh, man. that he has an accent. Like I'm ninety five percent sure. Okay, I'm gonna but, um, I'm gonna hold you to it without looking yeah. it up and double checking you. Yeah, <laughs> not that I'm double checking myself right now either. But, like, that was kind of one of the things because, you know, he's, like, they're both awesome characters. And I think that... Oh, he, uh, he wave is great. I love that one line where the bar fight breaks out and he's just, bar fight breaks out and he's like, I love the 70s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was great. And, it, and it's so funny, too, like, the guys who play those villains, like, they're playing, like, TV villains. Like, I, I love it because I, I like their characters more, maybe because they're villains. Everyone's so, like, uh, you know, like, the, the guy who plays with the Adam, <laughs> former Superman. Brandon Routh. 
Yeah, you know, like, they're all nice and stuff, and then these two are just like, oh, you guys are so goody-goody. Dude, that's the best line in the whole show, is when he's just like, hey, haircut, deafness wasn't one of the symptoms. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah, and I I love that banter they have, because, like, you're like, yes, because, I mean, you know, in Star Wars, I love, like, the Sith, or the dark side, like, all that stuff, so anytime, like, there's a villain in a show, I'm like, okay, how good are you? And, uh, yeah, I like, uh, <laughs> I think I have the flamethrowers, the lairs. And, um, uh, the guy who plays, what is his name, Snark in this thing? Captain Cold? Yeah, Snark. Name. Yeah, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, 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 I like him as an actor. Snart, Snart with Snark. a T. Snark, Snark, Snark. Uh, Snart, yeah, I like him as an actor, but I can, you can tell that he's playing a bad guy. You know, he's laying it on a bit thick. You know, mm. he's just like, well, we're not here to uh, get like, you know, it's it's he's it's he's laying on a bit thick. I, I don't know how to describe it. But, You'll uh, never see me coming. <laughs> I, I got more of an Ultron vibe never... from him. <laughs> uh, I, I got like you know TV villain hokey you know kind yeah. of thing. Like uh, when the Adam was you know, when in this episode they were breaking into a mansion to steal the spear that originally killed uh, Shishiara and uh, and Hawkman. To use against Vandal Savage because they figured though that's that's one of the relics that can actually kill him. So they go into into the mansion, they find it, and there's a whole bunch of other relics there too. And uh, so they break it up in the cases, and uh, you know, like a Snark is about to take some of the other relics in in the mansion, and, uh, and the Adam is like, "Hey, we're not here for all this stuff." And he's like, "You're not here for all this stuff, but uh, we are." I'm like, "Oh, dude, I, it's so thick. Just the way you're trying to be a villain. Just don't know, don't I, try to be I a villain. It's... Just be the villain. You're trying I too hard." I think that I. I mean, maybe maybe it's wrong of me, but I I enjoy I enjoy how uh, over the top he is, like, and and I think it's great that like they have him there just because he's he's so he's so forgettable in history. So they 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 they're, they're tolerating each other, you know, and <laughs> yeah. and and they all know they have these two obvious villains with them, but they're just like you know what we're all we're all losers in time, so we're all just trying <laughs> we're all trying to cut back from it, and yeah. and and I and I do hope that like as the show goes on, he's going to see the light a little bit so uh, but like i don't know i don't, I don't, I don't mind where he is now I don't no, mind well, where he is. captain cold uh in, at least in uh pre new 52 uh did become a hero for a slight amount of time like a very short amount of time i don't even know if i say hero but he like kind of like slightly redeemed himself but like that's the thing about he him. dialed like, down like, on the con- killing people by and comparison stealing yeah. cars. he's not so bad he's like the lesser of two evils like yeah he's he's like a petty like bank robber pretty much but when you're when you're trying to stop an evil world dictator, you can tolerate the petty bank. I, I have a huge. Sure. I have a huge. If 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 Wentworth Miller and oh god, what's Dominic Purcell weren't such great actors, I would be so against their characters being in the show. Yeah, just on. General and by the way, uh, you were right, Casey. He was born on a farm outside of Central City, so uh, I don't know why I thought maybe it's something else. Honestly, he, Heatwave has always been one of the lesser string. Uh, yeah, you know villains anyway. Like the Flash has so many cooler ones. Like Heatwave doesn't do anything. Like you think yeah. like Captain Cold. You look at this guy. He's wearing a parka. He's got like a, a gun. Like just that shoots ice beams. It's like whatever. He looks like I, he looks like Iceman from fucking uh, Mega Man. Oh my god, he does. <laughs> Speaking of those two, can I just get one more thing that I have a problem with real quick? If you must. No, that's enough. No, I have to. This one thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so. When they like left the time traveling ship, when they were when they were in the seventies, mm-hmm. how did they buy the beers? They have twenty sixteen money. They probably shook somebody down. Yeah. <laughs> the green is green, man. Green is green. <laughs> no, but like we have very different looking money from what we had back then. Like we have all this like anti. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, they <laughs> probably picked some guy's pocket. 
Like, no problem. <laughs> it yeah. Froze yeah, but a dollar, I think, still so is like a dollar from back in the 70s, though. Yeah, the but dollar hasn't like, changed. Yeah. yeah, so they might have been. And the beers were, I think he said like a dollar beer singles. or something like that. So it's like that oh, works. true. Dave, you're right. You're right. Yeah. The, it, uh, wow, Dave. That was pretty, uh, was pretty damn. <laughs> Detective over here. A dollar, yeah. yeah. There you go. Well, it was the same. And yeah, and they did say, oh, she was like, dollar beers. You got to love them. Or, hey, better answer. Better answer. They start a tab. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't planning on paying yeah. for things at all. He's got a point. <laughs> He's got a point. I really, right, I, 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 I don't know if it was from the seventies, but I really was hoping that when the bar scene happened, someone gets knocked into like the um, jukebox and it starts playing ballroom blitz. Oh, that'd have been awesome. that would have been Bar-room such a great <laughs> opportunity. Blitz. God damn you, CW, for not taking that. That's what we should be writing this shit. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they might have not been able to get the license. I'll give you that, but still, I'm sure someone didn't think of it. Someone didn't think of it. Someone got the ball on that. <laughs> so, so yeah. I mean, I mean oh, come I, on. They I, got the license to say Darth Vader and Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, like whoever dropped that ball yeah. on it was the same asshole turned Dead Vandal Savage to a fucking Egyptian. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh man, so I, I do like. I want Vandal Savage to become more of more of a threat. He is. Uh, I love that he's an overarching threat. But every time they face him, he he's uh, also ill defined. Yeah, but I, I do like the actor. I do like the way he's playing Vandal Savage. Like that's a villain. Mm. Like his acting is his being voice villain. is not there though. But like, like, what is his power set? Like, does he just is, is he like sell from DBZ where he can just regenerate an arm or whatever? Or, or <laughs> they, cause, like, they apparently cause made him Lobo in this show. He can regenerate yeah, from a single drop of blood. Yeah, yeah, and like it, it can absorb like radiation. No, like, you can absorb people's souls. Apparently, like what? What was that? He yes. went off Shao Kahn. He's, yeah, he's, well, no, it's uh, it's Shang Tsung, right? Yeah. Well, Shao Kahn absorbs like entire universes when he wins. That's crazy. I gotta, I gotta get hit to my Mortal Kombat lore again. Apparently, yeah, I, love, they, I love that. They, I love that they they went from from DC Legend of Tomorrow to Dragon Ball Z to to Mortal Kombat. I love <laughs> being a nerd and understanding every possible thing that was said just now. Yeah. So yep. while while we're kind of talking about DC shows, I just want to ask everyone real quick because I don't know if like you guys or if our listeners kind of understand what's been happening in the Flash thus far. No, I'm parallel really worlds. So like not parallel worlds, but like does everyone understand how Eddie or not Eddie, Eddie uh, Aobard is alive? Because I do, I think I understand, and I just want to like kind of. Did, didn't they explain that in in the show though? Like I'm they did, sure. but like I just want to make sure everyone like. You know, like our listeners understand it, sure. Like you know, because like even the way he kind of like described it, like it could have been left up in the air. So here's here's like kind of my understanding of it for everyone. A little little bit of a I don't know, I guess a bridge version of what they said. So time is if you think about time is linear for everyone, but it doesn't go in the same direction for everyone, right? So the we saw Aobard for the first time with super speed, not like on this past episode. So he hadn't met Barry yet. So he's running in a straight direction. Like they're almost like moving in opposite directions in terms of time. So you would think that killing Eddie would mean that Aobard never exists, right? Yeah. Like you, you kind of assume that. But Eddie gets killed after Aobard gets his powers in Aobard's point of view on his timeline. So it's this weird fucking thing. And like I just like. I don't know. I wanted to kind of like spell it out a little bit for everyone right there because it's fucking weird. Like I've never seen time travel kind of like that because we're used to the Michael J. Fox kind of, you know what I mean? Like, like oh, they'll just disappear if things don't go their way. <laughs> and that hasn't been happening here. So it looks like what they're doing is not only is it dive, they call it a divergent timeline, I think is what they said. 
That right? sounds like BS. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's no more BS. It makes sense, but it doesn't. But it did, does. they do, did they do something very similar in Dragon Ball Z, though? What? I don't know. Basically, Trunks goes back. Oh, with yeah, Trunks? Trunks goes back in time to save Goku and fight the fight the androids. But it right. doesn't change his timeline. His timeline still exists, that which he can go back but to. But so well, that's so that, the theory of how time travel different. would actually work. Yeah, that that's a little bit different than what's going on here because what Trunks did is he created a whole secondary timeline. So his timeline never actually gets altered. It just exists as this like parallel universe where kind of where thing. the world continues to suck. Right. <laughs> Right, so nothing ever changes for him, but like the future is now altered for everyone else that's kind of on board. That's a little different than what happened to Aobard, because um, it's not like a it's it's not like an alternate future, not really, but it is. It's just like it's fucking weird. But that doesn't. But like, wouldn't that make what they're doing in Legends of Tomorrow just be making a billion different? Yeah, so it's not it's not consistent. (laughs) <laughs> at all <laughs> make up your on. mind dc yeah they need to like like <laughs> this whole legend of tomorrow they need to like because like you know flash arrow even the web series uh vixen has all been consistent these are the rules we're gonna add some more things in even when they threw in constantine it didn't shake things up but now that they're really like they had established they've established in flash that this is how time travel works and now they're just shitting all over it. In Legend yeah, of I feel like, and that, that's like the same reason why I think that I heard in uh, Rick and Morty they decided to do different universes instead yeah. of time travel, right? I think we talked about that. Or, uh, because but that's a show time that operates so on Ill- rule of funny. It doesn't matter if they establish rules. Yeah, no, yeah. but I, mean, I think it's funny because like Rick and Morty actually has more respect for it than than the CW's DC universe. That's not surprising, man. <laughs> yeah, I was watching an interesting video. With, DC uh, not with... caring about something? Come on! <laughs> yeah, I was watching an interesting video with uh, Kevin Smith talking about um, some of his oh man, his forays into the Hollywood universe and meeting people who were in charge that didn't know what they were talking about. Like there was a very interesting video where he was doing a talk at a college and he was, uh, you know, saying, "Oh, you know, he was on board to write uh, a Superman movie." And uh, oh, yeah. yeah, the guy was who was in charge, like wanted to put like a giant spider. John he didn't Peter. want to. Oh no! So so about that because I know you guys talked about that on the preview podcast. Yeah, uh, you need to watch that documentary. You're not kidding about that. I'm, you you have to like I was I thought the same way that you guys were thinking until I watched that fucking documentary, and I want that Superman movie made now. <laughs> it sounded awesome like as if like, think of it as like an alternate like you know universe superman kind of thing it sounded great like gods and you would monsters. have had you would have christopher walken as brainiac you would have fighting had polar bears in the arctic polar bears in the arctic you would have had a thanagarian what do they call it thanagarian war beast or something thanagarian like that. It's a giant snare beast or something snare beast is a giant fucking spider um and actually, that's the only thing from Kevin Smith's script that continued on almost to the full product. Product. Uh, Nicholas Cage did look kind of weird, but that was the point. Like he's he's not your Superman look, and that was all kind of how it, how it was supposed to go down. And his costume was supposed to be like a I, I don't remember what the fuck they said. It was just like I watched it and I was like, this movie I would like this movie made now, please, please, no, because it just looked fucking fantastic. If you don't think of it as your typical superman movie and more as a like what if superman tale 
then I know I'm mixing my my Marvel comics with my DCs with that one. But Heresy. You're, uh, Elseworlds. Yeah. Just say Elseworlds. Elseworlds. Hyper Elseworlds. Time. Save yourself. Yeah, Hyper Time, Elseworlds, whatever. <laughs> it would have been awesome because they had these really awesome ideas and the sketches were really cool and like the set pieces looked really interesting and like, yeah, Nicholas Cage's not the best, but like they explained why it was him. And I was just like, God fucking damn. Like, I want that movie now. And the only reason why it didn't get made was Batman and Robin. Yeah, oh, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad though, but uh, yeah, the whole point of it was like Cameron Smith was like he just kept having these meetings with this guy who wanted yeah. all of this stuff, and he was just like, yeah. this guy doesn't know who what he's like, what what, what he's doing, mm-hmm. and and I feel like that's if that's one guy in in Hollywood doing that that like Kevin Smith ran into, then there's got to be like a bunch of people in charge who oh, yeah. were doing that. Oh, so of and and it, it's apparent when you when you watch some of these shows, like they uh, they take on these IPs and they, they bring them to life but at the same time it's like okay these are not the characters we know and then they're probably like oh yeah we know it's different now yeah. okay but that's that's not a good thing no 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 I mean it's different it's it's good it's good for TV that you haven't seen this before um, yeah you know what I think it is I think we're at this really awkward time in, in, in film and media where where there's a big enough demand for these really geeky IPs, but the people who are ultimately still at the top and in charge are are, are the people who really don't have that that passion for yeah. for the content. And and it, well, there are there are some people out there, but I think the vast majority there is it still has the stigma to to the source material. So it's very hard to pitch mm. a a true. Superhero. Hey, look! Did DC ever yeah. decided to get their shit together and was like, "Let's make a new Gods movie"? I would be all over that. Mm. I don't think they that maybe a show, miniseries. Dude, I don't even know. I, I'll yeah. take anything. What it is also the like thing you gotta consider is like we. I actually talked about this with a couple of my coworkers at work. Is that um, a lot of shows that getting away from like the superhero and comic book stuff. A lot of shows are coming out that are really good and have really good writing, and a lot of it is because we're finally past that point of reality shows. You know, like we are yeah. done with that hit that part of like TV history. We're done of it. That's great. Well, I don't know. It, there's still a lot, but it's of not as prevalent out. as it used to be. You know, like there's uh, H- HGTV. HGTV is something else. Let's not even talk about that or that's, like Bravo. That's, but I'm saying like on network television, like it's yeah, not yeah, there as right, it used yeah. to be. However, yeah, the people that greenlighted those reality shows are still in charge. So, <laughs> you know, they're the ones that are still calling the shots for some of the shows we like. We just gotta wait it out. Yeah, no, <laughs> they're always gonna be in charge. Unfortunately, and. And really quick too, the documentary I was talking about is called "The Death of Superman Lives." Find it, watch it. It's so fucking good, great. Do it's what? fucking great. What else is great is uh, Greg's infamous essay question. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, look at that. Check the time. It's getting to be about that time. Oh, just over an hour into the secret. Uh, into the secret podcast. This is a secret podcast now, by the way, guys. <laughs> um, into the, no links. Into, yeah, no links. Uh, into the podcast where I ask you guys my infamous secret question. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's back. Dave. I did it. Oh I brought it back. Uh, what's God what's really the most funny about about this thing is, is you know those like small flashing LED lights that are circular looking? Sure. That you have, like are magnetic? Yeah. You know, like, like Ray put on my shirts or whatever? It kind of looks like the compass from Zelda. So that's what I have inside there. So whenever you open it, it does the whole like No. But it's like but it's like oh, it's just it's just a compass in there, guys. Sorry. There's nothing nothing good. 
Well, be careful, Greg. Nintendo's going to make a content claim on our, on our, on no, our audio. No, it's fine. We're talking over it. They can't hear it. <laughs> um, anyways, my secret question. So about, you know, Legends of Tomorrow, um, it's a show that's about uh, someone from the future, Rip Hunter, who is a time master, or formerly a time master, uh, assembling a crew to kind of help him stop Vandal Savage across time. My secret question to you guys is this. If you had to assemble a crew of fictional superheroes or heroes to take down a big bad evil, who are the three or four characters that you would take with you? And I'm going to start with Amber. No. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. time to think. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, three or four characters I would take with me? I was just going to like try to like cop out and say the runaways, but I have to name four of them? You have to name uh, only four. Only four? All right. Uh, well, Spoilers, okay. there's uh, only two good ones. Well, no, I think that <laughs> definitely Zavin, because he slash she can shapeshift, and that's really useful for time travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Nico, because I'm biased. For those of you who don't know, Zavin was a, is a scroll. Yes. A yes. dirty gender shapeshifting scroll. With yep. gender identity issues. Yep. Um, and Nico, because he could always use some magic. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe just once, but you know. A lot of spells. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Wait, I gotta gotta think about this one. Uh, I, I don't want to just go. St- with the you can just say Chase, and that'd be it. I can just I, I can just say like Chase and like or Carolina, Victor. but or like Victor. Victor. Victor's pretty. Actually, yeah, no, Victor way Victor over Chase, way more useful. You got yeah. the. Uh, he's pretty much Magneto. Son of like, Ultron. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's the son. He's Victor is the son of Ultron, and he has Magneto powers. Yeah, fucking great. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> Two okay. villains in one with Tina. Yeah. And yeah, I guess like Carolina because flying aliens are awesome. Cool, uh, Casey. Oh, this one's tough. Um, I came up with two, but only because mm-hmm. I was going for a theme thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna take superheroes that were also lawyers with me. Oh God, because, so She Hulk? Yeah. Oh, of course She Hulk. Yeah. And uh, and Daredevil, of course. And Daredevil. And I was yeah. trying to come up with a third one, and I couldn't think of one right away. Yeah, I don't know if there are any more, are there? I think uh, the the lady Manhunter from DC is a lawyer. But I don't really care okay. about her, so I'm not going to pick her. Okay. Two-Face, however, was, oh, was a go. district attorney. There you go. <laughs> ah, that counts. Oh, Got yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you have time-traveling adventures with a bunch of lawyers. Two of them who already <laughs> get along. One of them who doesn't even get along with himself. Yeah. You're in for some wacky hijinks. You, you could count that as two characters. Two-Face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I, take, I got four. Look at that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sergio? Haha. Motherfucking Batman, Bruce Wayne. I'm just kidding. The just the Justice League, the founder members. Okay, we're gonna get <laughs> Batman. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on. You gotta you gotta hit your ideal seven here. You gotta do it. Round it four, out. Four, not seven. No, no, no. If you're do if you're going for a Justice League lineup, you gotta have at least seven. You you can't you can't yeah, you can't true. take that bridge and not cross it. Listen, Greg said four. I'm feeling right. You don't you don't make the secret questions, Casey. Right? This, this is the episode where Casey tries to take my role. I object to the secret questions. Greg, I want a ruling. Gold. I demand Sergio pick seven. I object. Overruled. Casey is the usurper. Oh god, we're it's we're the, fighting. It's we're gonna be called. Old. It's gonna be called the Bad Casey Funky Podcast now, featuring Casey, Casey, and Casey. I'm taking over. It's happening. TV's Casey. Bad Coyote Casey. Adam Bomb Casey. The Bearded Casey. It's happening right here, right now, live. 
Uh, okay, slowly, so sorry. This is what it looks like when a man slowly slips into madness, everybody. <laughs> slowly but surely slowly. slips. I looked into the abyss, and it looked back. So, of course, we got to have GL, the Green Lantern. We're going to have Jon Stewart. He's, uh, that's my favorite Green Lantern. We're going to have uh, Kal-El, of course, Superman. We're going to have Bruce Wayne, Batman. And uh, I like to put in Wonder Woman, but uh, let's throw in uh, Aquaman just because. I don't know. Let's, just because fucking just, Jason Momoa. Why not? Yeah, just, yeah, just let's, let's throw him not? in there. Yeah, why not? Um, Dave, what about you? Hey. Um, so I would, oh, God. I would take Orgasmo. Oh. Wicked mm. Weapon, who was a superhero that Jenna Jameson mm. played in one of her pornos. Damn sure, it. Probably Cockknocker. Cock yep. Cockknocker. Yep, you got it. Cockknocker. Yep. Definitely Cockknocker because, yep. you know, yep. Mark Hamill. Ah, we did Mark, Mark Hamill, guys. Yep. Woo! We, we have we yeah, we did it. We did it. Dave, we haven't done Mark Hamill in like four years. I know, but still. I... <laughs> it's over. It's not it's over. over. It's not over. It's over. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. God damn it, Greg. Han Solo's dead. Let it go. All right. Just let go. Don't spoil Don't ruin shit for me, man. All right, let me have Mark Hamill this one time. All right, well, so we got we got Jenna Jameson, we got Mark Hamill, we got Orgasmo, um, Damon Wayans. No, that was uh, that was, was Blank that? Man. Blank Man. I have yep. Orgasmo, which was uh, one of the South Park guys, Trey Parker, I think, who did Orgasmo. And we wouldn't go like yep. take on baddies. We would go to every single bad point in time and try to fix it. Like, you know, the burning mm-hmm. of the library at Alexandria. You know, stop that. If I have those three with me, I can do anything, you know? I can either A, make them all spooge in their pants with orgasmo, you know? Or B, Wicked Weapon, like, Jenny James will fuck them to death, you know? And mm-hmm. Conlocker will Damn just it. go around and just knock their cocks. So, everything is going to be with Damn their jokes. What? What do you want? All right? <laughs> Don't give me this power. You it up. You could have said, like, Barbarella or something. No, Barbarella is, like, softcore. I'm looking for hardcore, no. like, Jenna Jameson, you know? Damn it, Casey. Don't feed into yeah, this. So it's all, it's all yeah, I was trying takes, to turn it around. Takes two or three guys. Oh, she turns it around. How are you trying to turn it around? But yeah, you're feeding the fire. Yeah, Casey. Jenna Jameson turns it around, man. It turns it around really good. Yeah, Dave's back. In the Damn it. Okay. Is that <laughs> it? Oh, no. Are we done with the Dave it. segment? Yeah, the sexy, sexy Dave segment. Sexy Dave segment. That's right, folks. You've tuned in to the After Hours with Sexy Dave. No, he's in the oh. microphone. He got so close to it. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to get more lessons, not less. Try to guess what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> Trying to get more lessons, not less. But yeah, it'll be like quantum leap. We keep on going through time, changing things, hoping for the final leap to get back home. So More like quantum creep. <laughs> ah, I just... ah. that made me hurt a little bit. My spleen. Um, my choices would be Star Lord because he has great tunes. Uh, Han Solo because you know if we ever get in a space battle, then I want someone who can fly any sort of hunk of junk and ah. get me out of there alive. Uh, we're just going to be sure to knock over bridges without any railings. So that's going to be a, a big uh, a big task. Um, I will also choose the Hulk because I don't need an army if I have a Hulk. Damn. <laughs> and I'm going to go for Booster Gold because, you know, that's yeah. just fucking obvious. So that would be my rag. Han Solo's dead. Move on, Greg. All right. It happened. All right. I let go. Spoilers. You have to let go. Okay. You have to let go. Never you have go. to let go, man. How can, you le- how can you let go of that which has just no like railing? <laughs> just, uh, 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 whack, whack, uh, whack. Well, speaking of letting go, that's all the time we have for this podcast, that's everyone. That's it. And that's our show. And that's our show. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in at uh, twitch.tv slash Funky. Make yeah. sure to check us out on iTunes as well as SoundCloud for you Android users. Each and every Thursday... 
got a podcast for you. We talked about a different subject. This week was DC's Legend of Tomorrow. Tune in next Thursday at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time for the Bad Kitty Funky Podcast today. This was Booster Greg. What up? Atabomb Amber. Kaboom! Uh, it's different. <laughs> it's different. It's it was different. Noir. Uh, TV's Casey. Hey. Oh, it's all different. <laughs> I don't like it. I got so thrown by all that. New, all new, different Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. <laughs> Dave the Bearded Menace. That's right, Sergio. It's the Sexy Dave Hour. Damn it. <laughs> and I'm Sergio. Thank you guys for tuning in each and every week at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. Again, catch us on iTunes. Also check out BadCoyoteFunky.com where we talk about all the nerdy stuff you actually care about without the fluff. Until next time, yeah. everybody. We'll see you later or we'll see you another time. Or we'll see you never. Bye. I just realized why Nico is an amazing choice to have on a time traveling mission. Because she can do whatever she wants. No, because in the in, in the last issue of uh, well, in a Joss Whedon's run of Runaways, at the end of their time travel arc, she casts a really really ingenious and evil spell on uh, on some, one one of their parents that are going to uh, report to like basically try to stop what like stop them from getting to that point. So she casts a spell called the, the, the show must go on where they know everything that they saw, but they're unable to break from, from the time stream. They have to act as time unfolded before and there's nothing they can do about it. Man. What a, what a thing to, I mean, if she could cast that more than once, that yeah, would right? be something. <laughs> yeah.